Hey guys, this is Kenny Omega, and you're listening to the Scrub Club Podcast. Goodbye, smooch, good night, bang. What's up, everyone? Reckless Fox here. Welcome to episode 79? 79? Focus? 77. 77. We're still on... We're not even on episode 77? Uh, 78 yet? No. No. Because last time was 76, and I made a bunch of... Uh, I made a joke. I made a bunch of jokes about Overwatch and Fallout. Okay, so I, yeah, Fallout. we're on episode seventy-seven. I will check in the middle of the podcast if we are. But welcome to episode seventy-seven, I guess, to the Struggle Game Podcast. We are here, and it is hot in California, so we're gonna get started. I'm your host, Reckless Fox. Rocking me tonight is Common Rider Extraordinaire. Book and Kabuto, take it away. Jiku Boken Kabuto. Yeah! Oh my god, the Prago daughter has returned and rocking with us tonight for the first time, part of the Goodfellas. Miss CC Animates, take it away! Hey guys, long time no see. Sorry it's been so long, been busy with Con Crunch. But since that's over, I'm now in here. Hi! Alright, it's still kept with just hot as hell, so I'll just leave that there. You're in San- Okay, first of all, you're in San Diego, it should be hot. You're around the Bay Area, there's plenty of ocean and water. Okay, I'll leave it. I'll let you think that. Whatever. And my opening comment is, once again, EA is back on the BS. I'm sick and tired of it, and unfortunately, we gotta talk about them again, because obviously, my last rant didn't get to their effing heads. Hmm. Also, Samurai Shadow- Does any of them get through? Also, the Mortal Kombat X comic books, on a positive note, are very, very good. So, shouts to NetherRealm, Warner Brothers, I'm pretty sure DC had some involvement with the comic book. But it's very good. Check it out. No, that being said, let's get started. Speaking of which, we will be talking about EA. We really gonna be talking about these uh, these fools tonight. Also, Nintendo Switch Lite is now a thing, and I know it's divided a lot of Nintendo fans. We have to talk about the situation in the Smash community with Ally, and we're gonna be talking about Project CDC. Not CDC, CD Project. Before we get on to all that, we gotta do some housekeeping. Now, we as we always do, we do these review uh, episodes live on twitch.tv so if you haven't yet be sure to check us out on twitch.tv slash reckless underscore fox you can find uh you can also find us on our soundcloud page and also chat we love you we really do and we adore you so let us know how you feel if you are just as mad as everyone else is about ea let us know how you feel if you were part of the ea defense force now we won't roast you we will hear you out but if you say something stupid, then we're going to roast you. But, yeah, so close mouths will get fed. So let us know. And I'm pretty sure, Reckless, you know, I have to do uh, my night shift, my mama shipping, my daddy shipping, my girlfriend shipping, my wife shipping, my baby mama shipping, my side chick shipping, my ex that I'm banging on the side is tripping. Everyone in my house is tripping. We got you covered, people. We do got you covered because this episode will be on SoundCloud as soon as humanly possible, along with our Spider-Man Far From Home review, which I must say... Y'all are in for a treat. I'll say that right now. But as always, we say close to us don't get fed because we understand you don't want to get roasted, which I know I'm the self-proclaimed Jim Cornette of the podcast. And I will say this, guys, that hurts my feelings because I've always, we've always said this. There's such a thing as a stupid question unless you ask it or you respond with a really dumb answer. Then Cece, who's pretty much just as awful as I am when it comes to roasting people because she will, she has no filter. I let her do it for me. <laughs> But we will always take an email. So email us at scrucklinggamebookies at gmail.com. That's scrucklinggamebookies at gmail.com. For any questions, comments, concerns, advice, and business inquiries, and all that fun stuff. 
You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. Type in Scruggle Game. Bam! Scruggle Game is all of you. You can also find us on our YouTube page, Scruggle Gaming. And you can find us on our home base, SoundCloud.com slash Gaming. That's SoundCloud.com slash Gaming. For previous episodes of Scruggle Game Podcast, Scrub Lounge, Scruggle Cinema and Scruggle Retrospective Reviews. You know you want to get a hold of the video. Unless you want some power, Team Time! Find your boy, Reckless Fox. Twitter, Instagram, at the Reckless underscore Fox. Find my YouTube page, Reckless underscore Fox. And find all my latest gaming content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. And if I'm not holding down the South Tower region, flex it, Geek Tower style. We don't go over to Angel Grove or Broken Commodore. Where can they find you? You could find me podcasting and driving, so I'm a bad influence. But <laughs> while I'm not doing that, you can find me on uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash brokencobbled. So, and you can find me on Instagram at chrono underscore just underscore cosplay. And see where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at ccthesands or on Twitter at animation. Don't you? Discord is always open. Don't you have a tw- Instagram last time I checked? Did you shut it down? No, it's still open. Okay, cool. Without well, so- and just find CC. Alright, and well, I've seen so let's get started. We always do this. We have to have to ask, how's everyone's week? Uh, CC, I will go with you if you would like. How has your week been? Go ahead. It is going very bumpy. A lot of ups and downs, but mostly up nowadays. So, I guess pretty neutral. Alright then. Boken Kabuto, how's your week been so far? Uh, my week's been alright. You know, I've been. Uh... You know, I've been uh, getting back to my classes, five classes to go before I have to do some annoying stuff. And for, other than that, I've been just like watching CC's streams all week. All right. Uh, and I would say this, my week's been pretty good. Uh, let's see. So it's gotten hot. It's now 90 some degrees and it's currently 80 degrees outside right now, unfortunately. Uh, I have not been able to install my damn AC because I actually need a plank to uh, make sure my my damn AC does not fall out the window. So I have all my fa- my windows open at this point. Hopefully no fl- bugs or fleas come in here and all that crap. Mosquitoes. And mosquitoes because I've been bit up. Um, but I did just come back from Palm Springs. Uh, Palm Springs is actually very, very fun. Uh, I went to Cathedral City, which is next to Palm Springs. Um, and it was really cool. Got to hang out uh, with my family and stuff like that. Um, got to go to the pool and stuff. Unfortunately, unlike last year, it was not. When I went to the pool, it wasn't really bumping. Because la- if y'all y'all have listened to Scrub Lounge with me and Exile, I have told this story before. Last year, Palm Springs, I did you know become friends with a a certain lady friend who um, let's just say. Um, I did get her. I, I did get her phone number, but yeah, um, yeah. Other than that, uh, it really wasn't. It was just a lot of fa- 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 like fr- like you know kids and their and like their parents and stuff like that. There were a few cougars, but I can tell you right now, um, a lot of them were married. So I'm not I'm not I'm not tr- trying to be a home wrecker, cause that ain't me. That's not how I roll. Um, as well as uh, as we said before, myself and Broken Cabo did finish our spider-man retrospective reviews which you can find our reviews the sam raimi trilogy and which i will say right now bogan kabuto is guilty for giving spider-man 3 an 8 out of 10 seven and a half you gave it an eight originally you gave that movie an eight i will never understand why but you gave that piece of trash an eight a fair like uh like a fair measurement because there are 
good and bad things in every movie. Keep in mind, this nigga gave Captain Marvel a seven. Doing it wrong. Spider-Man two a six. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You gave Dark Phoenix a six. I will never understand that either. When we talked hey, about this, hey, we bashed that movie for its trashy timeline. Score for a movie is seven out of ten. I keep forgetting our score. Our scores are completely different. Because I've given fun movies. I've given fun movies a seven out of ten. I gave the Predator Predator four a seven out of ten. But yeah, but keep in mind, Cece really likes Captain Marvel, so she will shoot you. Better. Well, that being said, I think that's it for uh, finding out how everyone's week is. So let's get started. So we got a couple of pieces of quick news just to give you guys on the safe side. This is something we should have talked about late earlier, but the new there's a brand new Digimon movie that's coming out. Digimon: The Last Evolution comes out next year in 2020. Um, there's also a brand new. I like to call it but. Japanese uh, Toy Story 4. Oh my god. There is also, we have the very first trailer for Lupin the Third. They're making a CGI Lupin the Third movie, which comes out hopefully later this year, if not early next year. I will say this. I am totally down to do a Lupin the Third cosplay. I call Homeboy with the with the uh with the hat though. Jigen? Yeah. I call Homeboy I with the hat. Jigen. I wanna be Jigen. Obviously, uh I would say GC is the police officer. Boken Kabuto. Yeah, Boken Kabuto is Lupin the Third himself. And we'll have Ari. We'll, we'll, oh, God, I said her government name. We'll have Karma be a gender swapped uh, Tegan or Tregan, the dude with the samurai sword. Who's the dude with the sword again? I can't on the eighth. Okay, we're easily. Karma could do a gender swapped version of her of him. But then we have to keep okay, CC. But here's my question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Gonna be a Fujiko. Oh, Cece's Fujiko. Come on now. She's the only. I mean, it's either that or Jen. <laughs> we or we can have her and Jen be Fujiko, be like twins. Even though, you know, Cece's on the lighter side. <laughs> so, so you're really trying to ship me and Cece, aren't you? Hell no, no. I'm I just... mean, hey, Kabuto. Because then, <laughs> then we have to ship you and Jen, and obviously her token white boyfriend might not be, uh, might not appreciate that. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, you know, wait. I just remembered. You know, Jen could be uh, what's it called? That one chick that Lupin got married to in the fourth, um, in part four. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be that one guy that kidnapped her. Also, um, there's gonna be a brand new Wu Tang movie, Wu Tang and American Saga, which is gonna talk about the origins of the Wu Tang Clan. And anyone who's white, like Boken Kabuta, we all know y'all love some Wu Tang Clan, especially and especially all the brothers, myself, Exile, and GC. We love us some Wu Tang. Who's Wu Tang and none the f with CC? I'm not sure. Because Cece likes, you know, metal and all that crap. She don't like the real hey, nigga stuff. I like all these things. I'm screaming. I already said this three times. I know. I'm joking. I I'm, I'm, I'm mess with you. I'm mess with you. Uh, and one more. And one more thing. Uh, when it comes to comic books, I, I, it's been a while, but there is a brand new fifth Ninja Turtle, apparently. Uh, I don't know too much about this, but you can actually check it out on Wolk What Culture Comics YouTube page. So go to www.youtube.com slash What Culture Comics. Also, and if you've been keeping up with the Alice and Max saga, there is a brand new Lifetime original movie! 
that's gonna talk about Alistair Mack and Keith Rayner. I I know I wouldn't talk about this on the video game podcast, but I am so excited to watch this train wreck of a of a mocking of a isn't that the homegirl from uh smallville yes from smallville yes they are making a lifetime original movie talking about her and all in the victim i know i shouldn't be joking about this but knowing lifetime and knowing how much they screw up a lot of the uh original movies that talks about real life events like i don't know earlier um this is gonna be funny to me okay and with that being said, let's get started on the actual news. And we have to, we have to address this right now to get it out the way. Oh yeah, okay. I before we even get to all that, I actually have to address this right now. Um, in case you guys are wondering where X Force is, X Force is currently on uh, is um taking a hiatus. Uh, X Force currently is uh dealing with some uh stuff in his personal life, so he's decided to step away from the Scroll Club podcast. So, um, we want to give X-Force the best of luck and the best of his wishes. He's always, he will always be a member to the squad and he's always going to be a brother, father, or the brother. He's not a dad yet. Unless we count waifus. I'm, I'm, I'm joking, but, uh, Uh, but, um, he still makes you virgin. Oh my God. But no, on a serious note, X-Force, if you're listening to this dude, we love you and we wish for the best, man. You know my number and your sister knows my number. So if you need us, call us, please. All right. X Force is the Ryan Mitchell to my Joe Rowling. X Force X Force is my uh my Bakugo to my Deku. <laughs> my minus the shipping. Ida to your uh, Bakugo. No, no, no. I would say this. He is my uh Aizawa to my All Might. For a lot of reasons, but. Actually, well, I could see that. Thank you. Do you? Uh, we're gonna talk about EA now. Last in the last <laughs> podcast, the last and CC. I know you. You. You are licking. You are licking your lips like LL Cool J right now. I know. You are licking your lips as seductive as you did when you when you met Karma. All I did was I got on one knee. I held those hips. I put my arm around that shoulder. And that's it. I'm a classy lady. You pull the Miles Morales from Into the Spider-Verse, like, hey. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, no, pretty much. That's what I did. No, no, no. Okay. But no, on the real, we got to actually. I mean, reckless. Reckless. What, what, what? I could bring up the photo. We're not bringing it up. We're not bringing it up. Okay. <laughs> so, EA. Now, on our last podcast, we talked about the, the, the issue that went on with EA during the UK Parliament meeting where... Home chick from EA. I can't remember that woman's name off the top of my head, but she pretty much said that the uh, that loot boxes when it comes to EA are not loot boxes. They're surprise mechanics, and they pretty much denied any allegations about a gambling addiction. They denied the fact that like, oh no, we don't see the fact that like we see it as like a freedom of speech, free free rights, and all that stuff. Okay. Well, EA is back in the news because EA recently <laughs> talked to uh, Gaming Industry Biz, and they talked to one of the representatives, Mike, uh, Matt uh, Bilby, uh, Bill Bay. I don't, you know, I don't care if I butcher this man's name. And he said this: "25 years at EA, and I still struggle with the external perception that we're just a bunch of bad guys." Um, uh, he, he's actually the EVP of strategic growth at EA. We love making and playing video games. Unfortunately, when we make mistakes on games, the world knows about it because it's 
of size and scale. He continues to say, as we got bigger, there is a concern that we have become disconnected from new talent coming through. EA Originals is our opportunity to connect with the talent and those smaller ideas. When you are part of a big company, it's too easy to fall into the trap where when you see a game concept, it has to be big. The notions of actually coming up with the small, unique game ideas. We know from the work that we've been doing on our subscription business that gamers will play a FIFA or a Fortnite. They have one main franchise, but they um want they want breaks from those games to play something that's maybe five or ten hours long ea originals are also games that we don't make in bigger parts of ea or don't make enough to, uh of so while there was um a fill a fill up um fill out philanthropic part my bad philanthropic part of it selfishly it was the way for us to connect to talent on smaller ideas when you are in the company and have a success and mistakes are around uh, live service microtransactions free to play what um geographies what partners to work with what animation engines it actually feels good for our team to sit with ea original developers and you can actually give real advice it generally makes you feel good it's advice to help them not make the same mistakes so i took the floor last time and became a massive rant i'm gonna let cc take my um take my attack uh, i'm gonna cc in cc no filters go ahead on 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 yes go we're, we're here yeah. we're, we're not we're not we're not getting any um not getting any uh, sponsors anytime soon. Correct? We're not. We're not getting any sponsors unless uh, this video, this podcast will be sponsored by Dough Girls Pizza. May or may not. I'm not sure. But for right now, we're not getting any sponsors. This week it isn't. Go off. But make sure we sell sponsors if we ever get them. Go ahead. Oh, but that's not fun. Fine, you go ahead. I will say this as a disclaimer: Cece does not speak for everyone from the Scrocco Game Podcast. Go ahead. <laughs> now the floor is yours. Take it away. Okay, I want to say this. Yeah, you have so much tea. How many tea bags would take to heat up all that tea that you're making for the internet nowadays? I hope you know you're such a joke that it's actually- Keep in mind, 300- uh, CC, hold on, I got more fuel for your fire. 350 <laughs> people lost their jobs this year. Keep that in mind at EA. Also, Andrew Wilson, Andrew Wilson made over $35 million. Keep going. <laughs> the games, yes, some are actually fun, I'll give you that. You have that minor little successes in your little Olympic act. Careers. But within that, I'd say a lot of the reason why people lost their jobs is, I don't know, maybe you're being a little shit that's useless in the game. But that's just my opinion within that. And the purchases, yes, you have sales on occasion, you have a lot of fun multiplayer, sometimes even, I guess you could just fire a stone with a few friends to play. But other than that, you don't really get any other currency within that. You get, you release all the new cosmetic currencies! Oh my god, we're so blessed! You can release all that you want, and I'm not saying that you can't. A lot of games are releasing content to get their funds and or just have their their fans happy. And I know I'm gonna get killed for this, but League of Legends and Overwatch are a good contribution to that. They release some fan-made skins and they give their their eh, English. <laughs> they give their deaths when they're new when they're due. Like there was a fan skin that was created for the uh, breast cancer awareness for Mercy. That was originally made for the not only the awareness, but it was also designed by a fan. 
but they gave it that word, it was due. But I guess EA, I guess how much you could say? If we're going back in the audit logs, I think the last time I ever heard of this drama that you're bringing in was 2017. My, that was three years of such tea! Oh my god, how much water did you boil? You make it all in and you work all hard of how much your Star Wars Battlefront is having so much fun with their in-game currency paid for. But really, didn't that cause more problems in Jet than what you ever earned? I wonder how many more will you take until you finally go in that little gravy dug and die? Okay, CC, real quick, I just want to add another part. Keep in mind, they're still under investigation for my uh, <gasps> microtransactions. Oh yeah. my god, so we still know that you're a piece of shit and you're not even expecting <laughs> it. I wonder how long it's gonna take until you wiggle on that little break with a little feet with your tail between your legs and begging, begging for mercy when you know it's gonna be useless. Your voice is like, Oh wait, no, Dur's actually useful because it gives us resources. Never mind, you're worthless than nothing in this world. You good? Anything else? You, you good, Cece? <laughs> okay, cool. My turn. And tag but me I in. still want us to get some. All right, tag me in. I'm lucky. I want y'all. I want the P. I want the the EA Electronic Arts marks who I know is somewhere in the underground defending EA on their uh, business practices. I want you guys to look really hard in the mirror, and I want you to understand. Back in 2012. EA had won for worst company of the year because of the crap because of the crap that happened with Mass Effect Andromeda and they defended themselves thick and thin about the decision they made with not Mass Effect Andromeda, Mass Effect 3, I apologize. They defended themselves thick and thin with the ending they made for Mass Effect 3, okay? Now, let's scale into the future. Star Wars Battlefront, when they remade the game, had little to no content, had no story mode, and you and was filled to the brim of microtransactions. And on top of that, people at EA, some of the executives at EA admitted to Battlefront them downgrading the gameplay so that way an eight-year-old is able to play it. They and stuff like that. There are also EA elitists that say that. The only reason why, the only reason why Battlefront, uh, Battlefront 2, the original one was popular was because of, uh, was because of when it came out, because it was around the time episode 3 came out, and because it was, it couldn't afford to put many people to play it. First of all, around that time, keep in mind, Battlefront 2 was one of the most popular games that came out in, tw in 05 and 06 because of the multiplayer, because of the amount of content it had, and it was probably one of the most, uh, one of the most polished games to have come out around that time. So much so, people actually managed to, uh, someone over at Lucas and probably someone at EA who knew how much the new Battlefront 2 was going to tank decide to switch the servers back on yes people if you hated battlefront 2 the new one as much as everyone else in the entire gaming world you can actually buy the original battlefront 2 for five to maybe seven dollars and you have stellar online multiplayer to this day also 
EA is the reason why Visceral Games got shut down. The same developers who made the Dead Space franchise. And you saw what happened with Dead Space 3. You saw what happened with Medal of Honor. You saw what happened to Bad Company series. And Mass Effect. EA has, throughout the last five to six years, has tanked franchise after franchise after franchise after franchise. And yet somehow, they still pump full of, they still have the audacity with these loot boxes and they have the audacity to say they're just surprise mechanics but hey 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 i'm just a man on a microphone i'm just a nerd on a microphone who doesn't know any better i think you have more credibility than they ever do in their own way bro i have more credibility bro i have more credibility than the, the people at ig who was freaking uh plagiarizing reviews but that's a different story for another time that's not the point EA is, are, if you guys are actually serious, that you do not understand why you are the bad guys, then you must be stupid. You, like, I think uh, there are things that I want to say that are not FCC um, uh, friendly, and because of the fact that I am trying my very best to stop cussing on this podcast, myself personally, okay? Because I realize that I cuss way too much. I am doing my absolute best not to cuss. But by the grace of God, I'm trying. EA, if you are seriously telling us that you don't understand why we're the bad guys, we're just simple, we're just simple people trying to make simple games, then look back in the past few years of what you've done to the gaming industry. Look at the look at the amount of publicity, bad publicity that you have gotten with Battlefront 2, with, with Mass Effect Andromeda, with the crap you pulled with Anthem. So much so, I am I I hope to God Almighty that this does not kill bioware because the amount of pressure you put on bioware for anthem is horrible the fact that you that you are the sole purpose re sole reason that people actually had to take psych evaluations because you put on so much crunch time they they couldn't even put out a stellar game and you had them lie about it too and you made them do damage i am i swear i swear i bet five bucks they had uh, and uh, Bioware do damage control. It's like EA had nothing to do with us uh, and the development of Bioware. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. You, you like, oh, we, we, we listen to the developers. We listen to fans. No, you don't, because if you act, if you actually had the balls to listen to the fans, we, you would not be in the situation you are with, uh, with Belgium being sued. You would not be in the situation with the UK Parliament over the loot box fiascos. And I know damn sure you wouldn't be in the situation in which you're like, we wouldn't, we don't, we didn't want to be at EA this year because we want to get ridiculed. You had, you had every right to get ridiculed. We had every right to ridicule you because of the amount of, of abysmal pieces of trashes that you are. And the fact that you, you are almost as bad, if not worse than R. Kelly, because y'all do, will never admit when you are wrong. R. Kelly will never admit that he is wrong, and you are just as guilty as R. Kelly is. I I should not be comparing EA to R. Kelly, but just like R. Kelly, you refuse to admit when you are wrong. And I, I, I and everyone in the entire gaming industry, everyone in the gaming community, and everyone that has ever picked up a controller is sick and tired of your crap. I am sick of it. And yes, I will say this right now. 
We want you to make games. We want to support you. But when you make crap like this, and when you make excuses after excuses after excuses, how can we support you? How can we, as individuals, as as consumers, how can we keep supporting you if you can if you continue to lie to us, to lie to the faces of UK Parliament, and so much so, you might be the sole reason why another crash might happen, or if or worse, there is a bit as I said before in the last podcast, there is currently a bill trying to be passed in Congress to take out microtransactions, but you and I know, but viewers at home, SoundCloud, YouTube, everywhere, you know full well that the US Senate, the US government has been trying to ban games for the longest, and with EA's help, EA's stupidity, and EA's, uh, but EA's stupidity, where they could, US could, the US Congress could be one step closer, baby steps into banning games from the US because of the bullcrap that EA like in Epic and Bethesda and Activision do on a daily at this point. Honestly, I really want EA to be at E3. You want to know why? Because I want Andrew Wilson himself, and I hope you're listening, to apologize to everyone in the gaming industry and the gaming community as a whole. Because you are nothing more than pathological liars who refuse to man up. The one thing I and there's one thing I've learned today, when it comes whether you whether you are whether people in this whether people who are gonna be listening are religious or not, there's a certain there's a certain time where you need to find the integrity to admit that you are wrong, and the fact that EA doesn't have the integrity to admit that they are wrong, they are doomed. They are doomed to repeat the crash of the of the gaming industry in the 80s. And you can thank EA if that actually happens. You can thank the overheads at EA, the overheads at Bethesda, and the overheads at Activision for that. Because they will never admit they are wrong. I will give Activision credit for one thing and one thing only. Activision has straight up, and, and I hope to God, these niggas is, is not lying that there will not be a season pass and there won't be microtransactions in the next Modern Warfare. I hope to God that these niggas are actually going to own up to their word for that and i hope to god at some point that developers will start following cd project we'll talk about cd project towards the end of the podcast broken comic do you have any thoughts about this i'm sorry cc go ahead i was gonna say i have one thing to say this is just about the workers part of it i encourage workers to or uh, bosses to encourage their workers to do it to me at their deadline but what I do not encourage is harassing your workers to do something when they're already working as hard as it is to where it to the point where it breaks their mental state and it causes them to have to go to psychiatric wards or to get mental help because of how much work was put into them to stress them out. That is not okay. Like you can ask you can ask Reckless, you can ask anyone in this podcast. It takes me so long. It takes me a lot of convincing to show up because of the stuff I've been handling until recently. It took a lot to be able to get me to be able to make time. But, and that's fine because that's encouraging for me to do my work. But it is not okay to force someone to do it and risk their job being lost if they don't do it when it's their mental health being at 
I got, I got someone in the comments saying, uh, PS4 Anthem Bug is a perfect example. Yes! Because the PEA yes. and BioWare... Look, I don't want to speak any ill will about BioWare. Yes, they have made mistakes in the past, but they have tried their best to fix them. But at EA's least a perfect, EA is a perfect... Uh, the Anthem's a perfect example on the PS4 because there was a game-breaking bug so bad that EA's like, we don't know what to do, we need your help. First of all, you are the publishers and the developers. You mean to tell me you don't know how to fix a bug? Seriously? Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, bruh, I am so... Uh, dude, again, I am... You're getting livid. Dude, and it's hot. It's hot as hell, and I don't have an AC in my room, and I am I am sweating. <laughs> hey, with the... With, Someone what's needs judgment about this? lemonade. Anyways, probably. But, Boken Kavado, real quick, man. Do you have any thoughts? I know you don't want to talk about EA, but do you have any quick thoughts? It's just any one-word thoughts. Go ahead. Okay, first of all... I like to say Cece sounded really adorable when she was doing that speech. She's like Jesus a <laughs> miniature uh, Mecha Random 42 with like the red hair, the glasses, and the rider crop. But I will have to say this: like when when they first said the whole surprise mechanic, I, I just like I just had to cringe, groan, roll my eyes, and say, "Does it come with a chocolate egg at least?" <laughs> <laughs> I like you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, the one thing that irritates me about people and companies in general, like, whether it's religion, politics, business, anything, is when when someone does something bad or even makes a mistake. Let's be honest. We're all human. We make mistakes. You don't, instead of, like, listening to criticism, apologizing, trying to improve on your work, you double, triple, and quadruple down. Keep making the same mistakes, or worse, make the same mistakes and and even worse mistakes on top of those mistakes, to the point where you cannot repair the original mistakes, and people are suffering as a result. And then those mis and then you make even more mistakes, and you continue to double down on on uh, on your faults instead of like learn uh, reflecting on them. You're kind of the bad guy here. And the, and the thing is, on one hand, I want you to have an epiphany and improve on yourself. But on the other hand, if you the more you double down, the more I I actually want you to keep going to see how much further down you're going to go before you I'll realize you dig your hole. How far is the rabbit hole going to go for yeah, EA to exactly. finally admit the that they effed but up? The, but 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 the thing but the but the reason why I prefer the first option instead of being a complete short in fraud is because there are other people on the line other than the executives at EA. There are employees that could potentially lose their jobs because they're not making enough money. And let's be honest, certain executives would rather, you know, keep their bonuses and lay people off instead of getting rid of the bonus and give everyone a good wage when when stocks are down. Um, and, like, it just sickens me that EA doesn't have the uh, integrity the ability to reflect on themselves i think it's i think i think when it comes to ea they lack integrity and i think they it, exactly. they have to change they, they lack intellectual integrity and intellectual empathy because nigga like you can't keep making the same mistakes and you're like we're gonna keep going like and i and like i said cc and i we both said there are games that ea actually does make 
that are actually good. Alright. Like rare. Apex Legends. I have said this before. I actually like Apex Legends. I'm glad it's finally getting the publicity it needs. Yes, there was a time where the community was dead because of re respawn and not know what to do with it. However, they actually managed to get back on their feet, and Apex Legends right now is currently doing a fairly decent job, and hopefully Titanfall 3 does happen. The new Star Wars Last Jedi, the Jedi Order game, um, sounds like it, it looks good, I hope, and, but here's my thing, I hate when they announced that game, EA was like, there will be no microtransactions in single player, I'm like, first of all, there should be no microtransactions or loot boxes in a single player game to begin with, number one. Number two, weren't you the same fools that said that um, single player games are dead and no one buys single player games? When I remember last year, Spider-Man and God of War are good examples, were nominated games of the year? Come on, you Patty! Know, you know what's the most recent EA game I ever gotten? What? Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup. Oh yeah, you mentioned this. <laughs> yeah. But... Given EA standards and practices, I kind of don't regret getting any more recent games from EA. Nigga, you, nigga, you know full well that if they remastered Quidditch World Cup, that game that would be that will be filled to the brim with microtransactions. Oh hell yeah! Um, but, and there'll be like so many skins that you have that to get in the game, like dead. Like beyond the standard four, uh, beyond the standard four, uh, uh, Quidditch skins, like, like you probably have to pay microtransactions just to get like freaking, uh, what's it called? That one all girls, uh, skins or, or that Hungarian all guys skin or get Japan or Bulgaria or America skins. Anyway. Well, okay, so I'm actually, eating, but, oh, yeah. Anyways, I think, I think we, in conclusion, EA, do better, do better, because at this point, I, I can't, I am sick of it, I have, like, Pokemon Kamado was honestly very, we, was very worried that I was gonna have a brain aneurysm in the last episode we did, so for the love of God, please stop, please, I'm asking you nicely, please stop. I haven't heard him beg like this since last time I saw him on his knees. You were, first of all, CC, you never saw me on my knees, girl. You better hush up. That anyway, was the point. Whatever. The point of the matter is, EA, please, for the love of God, if you, you have some integrity, have some have some self-respect for yourself. Andrew Wilson, Mike Bilby, where the hell your name is, and the home chick who said that uh, you know, the Kinder Eggs. Y'all need to have some actual respect for yourselves, because honestly, at this point, no one in the gaming industry respects any of you. And to the people at EA who are actually trying to make good games and are actually trying to do their job to try to improve, to improve the image of EA, I this is not for you guys. I respect y'all. I respect y'all because y'all are on this ship and y'all are trying your very best to keep this ship ship afloat. I commend you guys, God bless, but to you niggas uh, that I just named, y'all are the reasons why EA is in the crap, is in the crap uh, st um, storm that it is in right now. <clears throat> and I'm done with y'all. F-E-A, okay? I'm done with them. But now let's get to some, uh, let's get to some more news. Um, 
I want to get this one out the way because I I have to because I so we can talk about some a little more positive stuff. Let's talk about the Smash community. So, Ally, who's one of the yes? T- no, 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 no. This is actually very serious. So, for those of y'all who don't know who Ally is, Ally is one of the biggest names in the Smash community. This dude recently got in trouble. This guy um was recently was it Ally? Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Yep. So Ally, who's one of the biggest uh, Smash players in the Smash community, recently has forced himself was forced into retirement after uh, allegations of him dating an underage person came out. And I'm gonna read a little bit of this from um, Business Insider. Um, uh, Ally Corazo, 28, apologized for his role in the relationship with on a tweet he made on, the, on July 4th, and announced that he would no longer be competing in the Smash Brothers ter- tournament. A third player publicly accused. Um, Ally of dating the teen in March. Uh, it was uh, I'm trying I'm trying to see which one he was. Yeah, he was involved Wait, with a teenage competitor. Ally's 28. That okay. changed in 29. The teen who dated uh, Ally seemingly confirmed the uh, accusations with a tweet that he has since been deleted. Admitted to the uh, relationship after returning from home on uh, Smash Bros. tournament several days later. The Canadian gamer has reportedly earned more than a hundred thousand. Uh, dollars from Smash Brothers tournaments over the last ten years, and recently played third uh, placed third in. In a uh, 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 1,164 player Smash Brothers Ultimate Tournament in Daytona Beach. Uh, in 2018, Ally's uh, ex-girlfriend accused him of multiple acts of domestic abuse and predatory behavior over the course of 10 year relationship in the, in the same statement in which he admitted to dating a, te- a, a teen. He accused his girlfriend of using the situation to push her story and claim her allegations were addressed to court. While Ally announced his retirement for... Uh, the Smash Bros. tournament organizers quickly removed the implement a lifetime ban, um, preventing Ally from attending major events. And this is coming from um, Smash Bros. Uh, conduct panel. A statement on the lifetime ban Ally went on the last night in um, uh, signatory TOs. If you are a TO reading this, you can request the uh, panelist statement and justify decisions via our email. So. I gotta get people's thoughts on this. So, uh, CC thoughts. Go ahead. By the way, the the, the kid he dated was a sixteen-year-old. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. He was so, dating Captain Zach. That was Cap. It was Captain I'm Zach. Putting, there my, you go. I'm putting my drink down. I'm putting my drink down. I'm not spilling this over very very cold tea. Okay. So, what I say to that is, a nuts. Okay. Was he aware of the age gap? Yes. Did he lied to. No. So he was told. He was told, and he still went through. Let it. me put it like this: I got another one, real quick. I got another one. A popular pro, uh, this coming from GameSpot, has revealed that he's uh, retiring after confessing that he lied about having a relationship. Okay, so he lied about having a relationship with Captain Zack. He posted an apology on his social media while also announcing that he was effectively quitting the Smash scene. I'm going to admit I dated Zack. I didn't do him any wrongs, but it was a stupid mistake, regardless. And I'm really sorry for not saying it until now. I was really scared. I'm sorry. 10 men for lying to you about dating him. Continue. Okay. I can understand if he didn't know. If he was lied to, like the girl said, she, or he or she, whatever the fuck. He lied about his age. He said, like, say, he, if he was 16, saying, oh, I'm 18. I could understand if he didn't know. And he found out later in the relationship. I could understand that then. Then I would be like, okay. He's not particularly to blame. It's not to excuse his behavior, but it's also not. But if he did know, he was aware. Then to that point, it's questionable. Like, okay, there's a line, 
and you just instead of taking one step over it, you took like a thousand. You crossed the line. You crossed the line. It's not okay to date. Like I'm not saying like if someone's 18 and or yeah, they're 18, they're dating a 16 year old. Yeah, I'd Romeo and Juliet line. Yeah, I'd say that's fine because that's they're still in a gap. There's the small gap. It's not big, but if it's like a 16 year old and a 28 year old, there's a big line that is. For me personally, this is me speaking. I have a four to three year. Personally, I like older guys. That's just my personal thing. But within that, that's my gap. But if someone's 20 and they're dating a 16-year-old, no. Because it's, yes, it's within the range of three to four. But it's still, they're not old enough to understand and to process because a 20-year-old could manipulate that mind and could use it for their own well-gain. And they wouldn't know. They wouldn't know it's abuse or mental fuckery. They wouldn't know. So they'd fall victim to thinking, oh, it's my idea. I want to do this. When really, they don't They don't know. I'm not excusing that behavior. I'm saying that it's wrong what he did. It's wrong to date someone underage like that. If he was, like, barely 20 and they were 16, like a late 16-year-old about to turn 17, then questionable but it's within parameter it is not okay what he did because there we don't know if the, if he actually did abuse them then it's proving the point of someone dating like someone 20 dating someone under 18 or over 20 and dating someone under 18 could manipulate someone into doing what they want and they wouldn't know it's manipulation they would think oh I wanted to do this when they don't. And this personally hits me because I've had to deal with this. And it sucks. It hurts. You don't know how much that damages the mental capacity. So within that, I'd personally say if he was unaware, then we can't exactly blame him, but we can't exactly excuse him either. But if he was aware, we he's taken his role. If he's sexually touched the minor, it has to be reported personally for me. Or if even if there was abuse because he's abusing a minor. But I think that's battery, I believe. Right. And so well, that's under someone's Satchator. It's Satchator. Satchator. Yeah. Then I'm sorry, he'd have to do jail time. That's my opinion here. Right. Um... I gave my two outputs on it, like saying here's one side and here's the other. Just so we'd have fair game. Right. I'm just going to say this right now, and I'm going to take a catchphrase from a a, a fallen brother. I'm going to say it straight up. Um, People, start dating people your own age. What is wrong with y'all? Come on now. Like, Okay. Look, look, look. People, people, please. Okay. We already had this debacle with the Pokemon community uh, earlier this year, where there was um actual like where there was actual pedophile where people were doing pedophile okay. stuff in the Pokemon community, okay, all right. 
Now we're going to smash, and you mean to tell me this guy was in a relationship with a 16-year-old child? And I know, I know, I know for a fact some of y'all be like, well, some, well, the age is, the age can send them in my state or in my country 16. I'm not talking y'all, because we already know what you, what y'all gonna be saying, okay? We're talking about right here, right now. In the US. You are 28-year-old. And obviously, you are bisexual. Okay, we—it's no problem with that. Uh, we have no—we have—we do you love is love. Okay, do you boo boo? Okay, but don't pull it. Do you do, do no? Just no, nigga. No, hell no. You do not date a sixteen-year-old. There, like CC said, people like teenagers do not have the mental capacity to understand. Whether it is right or wrong to date someone who's older. Now again, if he was 16 and, and Ally was 18, then that'd be fine. It might be a bit questionable because in fact the Ally would be technically being an adult because he is of the age to join the military and has the right to vote. But it's okay. It, uh, like, as long as parents are aware of it, fine. But if you're telling me this fool is 28 years old and this dude is 16 years old, and I'm not blaming Captain Zach whatsoever, okay? He like I'm not blaming him at all, and I, and, and I I'm just saying it is wrong, dude. It is wrong, and if, and the fact that the ally admitted to this, the yes, I dated him, and I knew he and he is 16, and I know this, and I admit this, bruh, bruh, bruh. What the actual hell? I'm surprised like someone didn't ask him, are are you dating a minor in the Smash community? And his response was it. Uh, define minus. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my I called Biggs on. Bro, I was trying to be serious, and you seriously just brought up R. Kelly? Are you serious? <laughs> It's the one way to make things light. Woo! Bring this up. What? Um, it's not excusing it either, but there's also the case of. Ow, I hit my wall. There's also the case of parents give consent, and then that's that's on the parent. There's nothing you can do when the parents are involved. But within that, there's that case. But I don't believe the parents were involved. Right. Well, well, actually, uh, a minor, um, the whole parents giving consent to minors, uh, it has more to do with getting married while being underage, not having sexual relations while underage. It's like no, no, no. I don't think. No, I'm not speaking sexually. I'm thinking. I'm speaking dating wise. Yeah, and like I don't think any parent, unless it was for arranged marriage or for marriage in total. Yeah. For sexual interaction. Exactly. But the thing is, but like I said, the thing is, okay, I just want to say this right now, and I'm good. I want, I want to steer away from this right after this. Game, uh, yo, guys in the gaming community, I, I'm not. This is not just Smash, because Smash players, y'all already got enough to worry about, like actually bathing and putting on deodorant, okay? But keep buying used path water for three figures. Oh. Um, <laughs> CC, you really missed out on that podcast we did last this past week, man. You really did. I really want your take on the bathwater, but that's a different story. But no, on a serious note, people, y'all, look, people in the gaming world, the gaming community, I'm not saying all of y'all, I'm just saying the select specific view of like you guys. Them. Yes, please, for the love of God, start dating people your own age. Please, because 
is no you have to there is i don't care if she or you, or she gets you or he gets you i don't care if you two have the same thing in common in the eyes of the of the law if you are in your 20s and this girl, girl this person is is still a teenager you could be facing 10 to 20 on the spot you you have you just can't don't do that that is a complete no-no stop i don't care if they get you you start dating people your own age and you and you do not you have know, the social you know, your skills younger, to, your, your younger sibling and your younger cousin could get you but it doesn't mean you should be having uh, relations with your brother or cousin. Exactly. I don't care. Like you, that's a no, no, dude. No, no. Like, and you do not have the social skills. If you're socially awkward, which I understand, I'm a tad bit socially awkward, but that just that's part of my charm. And like, hi, CC. Oh, yeah, Thank you. But, <laughs> but, but. There are dating apps for this, and this is this is the only time we're all actually praise dating apps for this. Go on a dating app, find yourself someone, find yourself that will understand. Start off as friends, do all Get that. Get yourself someone nice. Get yourself someone nice, but don't be dating teenagers. Stop that, please. The second you hear it's it's under, yeet yourself out of that situation. Like, nope, see ya. Even if it's rude, it's for your own good. I don't know what I could say more to the conversation because I think Cece covered up pretty much everything I had to say. Let's see. There's the Romeo and Juliet clause where it's like if you're 17 and they're 14 and you keep dating up to the point where you're 20 and they're 17, that's, I guess that's okay. No, yeah, it ain't. I don't say it right now. No, that's not okay, like, but okay. If there's parental consent, then of course. I say it's okay. Whatever. And, if the parents because if, if something goes wrong, the parents could be like, "FBI, open up." And and if uh, what's it called? And and you know if uh, Captain Zach lied about his age to Aline said, "Oh yeah, I'm 21." See, things, I don't even think no, I don't even think he lied. Honestly, yeah, I, I but we, like, I, I honestly like, want to see what Captain like, Zach's gray about it because it's yeah. like you did something wrong. But also, you didn't mean to do something wrong. But like mm -hmm. here, it's like you did something wrong and knew that it was wrong. He's lied. He lied about the relationship. Who's to say that he didn't lie about anything else? But it, it's still. But it's still under. It, it's still on it. If the the one adult in the situation, which is ally, the moment you realize that he was a sixteen year old, you should have stopped. He's the adult. He You're the adult, and you have the you actually have the mental capacity to end everything by not by saying finito on that and move on. But the fact that he admitted that yes, I was in a relationship with him. We don't know how long it was in a relationship. Could have been like months or so. You have to years. own up as a or a year. Who knows? You as a man, you have to own up to that. Because you should, you should have been the one to leave. Just saying. And we'll and leave it at that. Salvage as much of the dignity that you could and walk out before you gamble away your last pair of underwear. Pretty much. All right. Now let's. Which, anyways, and that's. That's what to a great minds think LA. We actually has. We actually have some positive stuff now. Let's talk to Nintendo. So earlier this week, Nintendo. Oh, it's not positive. 
Nintendo announced the Nintendo Switch Lite. Uh, and it's actually divided the gaming community as a whole. Some people are actually excited for it because of the fact it's going to be cheaper. It's going to be $200 now, uh, um, which is $100 cheaper than the regular Switch, which is $300, which isn't too bad. Um, the, and here are the pros and cons for it, because, and we'll actually talk about it uh, what on people's likes and dislikes about it. So, portability... Um, the Switch is, the light is smaller, t lighter, and much easier to carry around than the original. And the Joy-Cons do not come apart. Um, it has a better battery. The Switch Lite will be exclusively handheld and incompatible with a Nintendo Switch dock to make sure on-the-go games gamers aren't left high and dry. Nintendo has boasted, uh, boosted the light's battery life to last between 3 and 7 hours depending on the game. Okay, um, the D-pad has now been included because uh, the one big thing about the Switch is that the Switch didn't have a D-pad. Um, but the D-pad, but the Switch Lite now does. Um, I think it kind of has a D-pad. No, it doesn't. The D-pad, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Let's, no, it, that deep that is not a D-pad, Boken. You and I both know, bro. You have a, you have a Switch, my guy. I do have a Switch, but it's like, it's the functions like you a can't even, you can't even defend it that's how much <laughs> anyways also um it also um there's gonna be more colors gonna be a variety of colors you can get in different types of colors and stuff now the cons to this as variety. we said before yeah the cons to this as we said as i mentioned before there's no tv output so you cannot so like unlike the switch that you can like dock it into uh, into your tv you cannot dock it it's a straight up handheld this time uh there's no mo no motion controls um it there'll be the screen is there'll be a downgraded screen and there's no bluetooth okay um so yeah i actually want to get you guys pros and cons uh cc you sound like you are a little more peeved about this so what's your thoughts on the switch like go ahead <laughs> what I'm thinking about a word that's Let's see, irked, vexed, livid, disappointed, shocked, disappointed, appalled. So flabbergasted. Okay, what I could say is okay. Yeah, great. You made an, another Nintendo Switch, but with like a little additive instead of just releasing. I'm saying great, you did a D-pad, great, congrats on that, but like, at the same time, why? <laughs> why are you like? Cause yeah, no, great, really, it's compact why? and lightweight, it's built with built-in controllers, size compatible games, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All it did was add three colors, yellow, gray, turquoise, local wireless, Online play. I think already the Nintendo Switch already had that. It did. Yep. So all they really do is add a deep pad and three other colors. And took out a lot of other stuff. Why are you guys so fucking stupid? Okay, okay. I, I want to say this. In, in defense of Nintendo. I'll let you go back <laughs> a little bit. No, 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 no. In defense of Nintendo, I understand why they did it. Now, does the rumors about them destroying the Nintendo D 3DS? I feel that they could have just, I don't know, thought it through when they were originally designing the Nintendo Switch and then added those in. Just do that. 
and then release like a beta test to select few, have that run its course, and then like if they're they realize these issues, then they could just send it back. They reworked it and then released it because then they would have everything covered. But now it just feels like there's two versions: either go pro or just useless. They kind of just. I, 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 go ahead. <laughs> there's a line, there's a line of greatness and dumb fuckery. Nintendo <laughs> is like blurring that line. It's like blurring reality, but with dumb fuckery and brilliantness. Because sometimes they're brilliant, but most of the time they're just dumb Alright then, I guess it's my I'm turn. I'm disappointed them. I guess it's my turn. Look, um... I'm a, look, there are things about this that I actually do like. Uh, I'm glad it's cheaper. Granted, I'm still not gonna probably buy it because I'm gonna I actually buy or I wanna buy an actual switch because I actually wanna plug it into my uh TV and stuff like that. Um I but I understand, you know, if you're on a budget, then I would say a 3D the 3D, the, the Switch Lite is the console for you. The version of the Switch is better. That that is the better Switch version for you, especially if you're on a budget. Um, like I said, CC does not speak for everyone from Struggle Gaming, so I, I I might have to, but that's a different story. Um, I'm glad that the, no, no 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 it's all good. Um, I will admit though she is right. Um, this feels kind of like a step back. Don't get me wrong. Nintendo's been on a trailblaze. I think this is just the one part they cut. I would say this is somewhat of a botch. I, um, it's that one blurry spot that they forgot. Yeah, it's the one blurry spot because we all we all admit, um, CC will admit that she's probably wrong about her things thoughts about Nintendo from the past. We kind of were all worried, except you know the emulator. The emulator situation is a different story, which I won't bring up no more. Okay, but uh, obviously they proved me and especially CC wrong. They have games. Okay, we're going back. We're going back through year uh, the last two years in which. CC and I have been on Nintendo's crap, and I fairly admit that I was wrong. CC won't, but I will admit for her that she I'm was wrong. Stubborn. She's very stubborn. Uh, <laughs> but that's not the point. But this, I honestly want a Switch Pro. I think a Switch Pro would have been cool, me personally. But again, I understand where Nintendo's coming from when it comes to this. This is the Switch Lite is for people on the budget. I fairly I and I I I'm okay with that. What I am not okay with is this could be the potential. This could be the potential message that saying that the Nintendo Switch is done. The Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo 3DS is done. But I don't think Nintendo is ready to admit that because when was the um has there been any recent games on the 3DS that's been announced? I think so. I don't let, think so. I, I could, let me go check. Yeah, go ahead. It's been a while since I've heard. Any, I mean, I mean, obviously, this year's E3, the Switch, Nintendo was on one with the Switch. They're like, okay, we're gonna show you games, and we're gonna have release dates for. It. Unlike you know some of the games that were announced during um Microsoft and Bethesda and Ubisoft and the Stadia, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Microsoft and Nintendo were actually the true winner, and Square were the true winners of this year's E3. Um, when it came, when it comes to like showcase wise, but yeah, like I said, it, this feels I like think, a. Go ahead. I think the most recent games that they released is that Yarn Yoshi and Kirby Epic Yarn. 
Oh yeah, that one, that one. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Yokai Watch sequel. Okay. Oh yeah, and also the dra and those Dragon Age game, the, the Dragon Quest games as well. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, but we'll be right back. Go ahead and get some water. I'm being livid. <laughs> well, that being said, like I said, like. It, I'm okay with it. I am mixed. Uh, I won't say this is the worst thing Nintendo's done because obviously the Wii U was because the Wii. We all know how the Wii U went, um, and, and that was an unfortunate accident because the the Nintendo Wii was still going in Japan even after the Wii U was still uh, announced. But that's a different story. Boken Kado, since you are you know the Nintendo uh, expert here because you have a Switch, what's your thoughts? When they released the Nintendo 2DS. I thought it was a little bit dumb because like you because like it's the same thing as a 3DS but they removed the stereoscopics. But right. the thing is, I understand why they got rid of it because because like kids do uh, don't understand the repercussions of looking at a stereoscopic screen for too long and it does damage your eyes from prolonged exposure. Especially if you were doing it during the daytime and like the sun is like a glare is creating a glare on against your screen. Let's be honest, even when you play Game Boy Color, like you would have sun glare issues if you're playing outside. Now tell me, have you ever recently walked outside into the street with 3D glasses on during the daytime? No. Why? Because when you wear 3D glasses, the sunlight destroys your eyesight. Actually, actually, I hold on, Boken. I know people who do, and that's because they pop the lenses out of those glasses to wear them because hipsters. Yeah, yeah, but the point is, you're not wearing the lens. But the point is, you can't. It's dangerous to wear the lenses. Right. Yeah. So now, so now, imagine having that lens while you're playing your 3DS. Like that's the issue. So I understand why they released the 2DS. It's to remove the danger aspect, and they made it a, a slightly cheaper than the 3DS. So it's like you're not being conned for like for like taking out that one tiny feature. But the thing is, the discount was more proportion. The discount was proportional to uh, to what they took out. So it's not. Uh, so it's like it's not that much cheaper but it's still cheaper now here's the thing though you took out so many features from the nintendo switch to make the switch light that it's almost pointless to even have to even get it and it's like because here's the thing there are some games where you need to remove the joy contour and use them as motion controls now it says that you could still connect new uh, an extra set of Joy Cons to it for the motion controls. But here's the thing, though, Joy Con. Do you know how much an extra pair of Joy Con cost? To this day, it's still eighty dollars. Let's say seventy-five because like it's on sale or whatever. Seventy-five dollars. So instead of paying, so like you're paying two hundred dollars, and now you have to pay an extra seventy-five dollars just to play certain games. That's two seventy-five. Let's say you did, and but let's assume for a moment that you it could connect to a port, which it can't. Let's assume you could have connected to to a docking station, and a new an insignia costs forty dollars, while an official Nintendo one costs eighty dollars, which means that even if you get the, the cheaper third-party version, you're still paying ten a minimum of ten dollars more, not counting tax just to get all the features that you could from a uh, from a fully functional Nintendo Switch. Which, so the only people that would really benefit from getting the Switch Lite 
would be someone who's either dirt poor, uh, dirt poor but desperate to to play Bayonetta two and three or Pokemon Sword and Shield, or or like if you're like a parent, single or otherwise, who has two kids but only has like who has two kids but only has like four hundred four hundred twenty dollars to spend on video games. So, so it's just easier for you to get two switch lights for your two kids instead of having uh, having to struggle with them sharing a single like full blown switch. But then again, it's like you know you may as well just make another like an update an update to the 3ds, P- Nintendo 4ds. I'm jo- I'm joking, but you know, to me, Switch Lite is kind of pointless because. In order to get, because you can't get all the same features as the Switch, and and if you try to, like, it would still cost you almost as much just to play certain games. So I'd have to pass. I do like the cut. I do like the design, though. I like how like they're translucent with like yellow and blue buttons, and there's that one that's like blue and pink. But that's pretty much it. Like, honestly, I'm sticking to my Switch. Right. Um, there's also, there's also, you know, the the people have been saying like, oh man, this is like the death of the Nintendo, uh, the Nintendo 3DS. Well, Doug Bowser, um, recently had, uh, inter- oh, said that, um, they're going to continue to support the Nintendo 3DS with the family system and stuff like that. Like oh, I said, and another, I, and that's another thing uh, for me, uh, I apologize. The whole point of the Nintendo Switch is that it is... A, a home platform. It's supposed to be the replacement for the for the Wii U, not the 3DS. It just so happens that uh, that they want to make it so that you could play the home platform games portably, like the PlayStation Vita. At least I assume Play- PlayStation Vita could play PS4 games. Correct right. me if I'm wrong on that, because you're the Sony expert. No, but I mean, don't be wrong. The the Vita and, and unfortunately the Vita is gonna die soon. Was on par with a like with the next gen consoles. It's just the problem was they never Sony refused to back that game. They refused to back it up, and that was the unfortunate part. Like there, the reason like in Japan, yes, the Vita is actually pretty good, but in America, America does not give a damn about the Vita, and hence the reason why there's a lot of people saying that like like portable games are dying it's a dying art in video games but like i said i don't think i think people are kind of like jumping the gun when it comes to um if they're saying it i think the best argument they could probably make about that is because of the kind of threat of competition we get from mobile gaming like from your phone yeah i've uh, real quick uh, we're gonna move on to one last uh story before we head out but we actually have a guest on our uh who's been waiting he actually does want to give his two cents because so we got variety n1 oh and god no. so it's yeah. about to get really good in here so yeah so variety welcome to the uh podcast man Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm doing good, man. So you you you're one of the guys on who's in the chat. So you want to give your two cents in? So go ahead, give your your quick two cents about the switch light. Go ahead. Oh, okay, boy. so for the- <laughs> we're here for an hour. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, I'll, I'll have a little time limit. Go ahead. I'll, I'll try to keep it as short as possible. But no, so a um, little bit of a backstory on me. I'm a GameStop employee. I have every system. Um, I. I love the Switch. It's one of my favorite systems. I really think that they kind of messed up with the light 
uh, there's a lot of things that about the switch that everybody loves that the light does not have. Like you guys have mentioned, um, the uh, non-removable Joy-Cons, the uh, fact that the screen's a little bit smaller, even though people were complaining that the screen was already a little small. Um, the biggest thing I think is going to be um, just the fact that it's it, the Bluetooth. Uh, People want wireless headsets, especially if they're going on the road or something like that of that sort. Uh, that's the number one thing I get asked about the Switch all the time at GameStop is that they they want a wireless headset for the Switch because of the fact if you're going to play at home on the console, I know that they like are it's not going to be a home console thing, but like it, you know, regardless, people already who already have the Switch are going to want that wireless headset. That's just from the biggest thing for me. Right. The other thing is, is the all the games that are, like you said, required to remove the Joy-Cons to play it. ARMS is a perfect example. A lot of people bash talk ARMS, but I actually love the game, the ARMS game. I think it's a great interactive game. I want it's, to it's fun. It, it's fun. I really admit, it is a fun game. It looks I, like I, a cross between JoJo and Megalobox. <laughs> it is actually it, it feel yeah it definitely feels like that but it's that cartoony that's friendly for kids but also has that interactive aspect and uh technicality of like being able to like really strategize should i hook or should i jab here so like it's one of those games and then also um there are a few controllers that are wireless controllers that are bluetooth uh that are not nintendo made that will not be compatible with that with the uh switch so with the switch light that's the biggest key that's a, that's another big one for me um but uh you know word is you know from my nintendo rep that i've got word that it's this is just hearsay uh and he's said this to me several times that they were kind of teetering between doing uh the smaller version of the switch or a bigger version of the switch that they might be pushing towards maybe making a xl or maybe like a you know a um switch not necessarily switch to but a enhanced version of the switch like a switch pro almost um so that way like it has a longer battery life uh that full 1080p that everybody's been wanting um where instead of just the upscaled 1080p that's on the tv so but for the nintendo switch Lite, uh, i think that it honestly does not it's not it's not worth it in my opinion big time Right. <laughs> um, the, the I do ask people. I do. I've had a couple people ask for if they're going to open pre-orders for it. So it's not completely, you know, shooting themselves in the foot. But I think that they aren't going to get the response that they are wanting out of it for sure. Like I said before, and I'll end it right here. Um, I think yeah, this this kind of feels like a step b back. But knowing Nintendo, they gonna make the best of this. They always do. When it comes to the Switch, they have. I'm just waiting for when they actually. I, I'm I'm waiting for when they get rid of the friend the friend codes, and I'm waiting when, when when they actually start to integrate with Discord, so that way we don't have to use our phones to communicate with other people. That's just me, because they have not said anything about that it's ever since they um freaking announced the Switch back in 2017. So Nintendo, get on that. Partner with Discord. Yeah, Discord's like, awesome. I think, I think I think they definitely need to improve like the social media aspect because it's like you've got like friends like on on the Nintendo account using those friend codes. But the thing is, you can't really do anything with that because because like you know I got Mario Kart, I got Mario Odyssey, Splatoon's, I got Smash, I got all these games with multiplayer functions, and like 
it it's it doesn't give you the opportunity to like talk your invite, crap <laughs> yeah like invite invite your friends to like you can't even invite your friends to play with you like much less much, uh, much less like actually talk to them like if i'm on the run hands with cc and just to show her she sucks at fighting games i want to talk my, i want to talk <laughs> my trash because she's trash in dragon ball fighter z i can tell you that from experience Wait, what? Nothing. You're, you're trash at fighting games, CC. Just say yes. Anyways, but was, excuse I, you. I'm one. Okay, one last thing Thank I will say about this. Very much. That, that Shut up, Brie Larson. <laughs> Go ahead. One last thing I will say about the Switch Lite. I think the one one set of you know uh, niche gamers it's going to actually speak to are the Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, hardcore fans definitely uh, definitely yes because it's because it's gonna feel like a game boy it's gonna feel like that original pokemon feel like where you're on a, like a like a, a handheld and it's strictly handheld um they're actually even coming out with a sword and shield edition uh for for the switch Lite. so i think those are gonna be probably the where it's gonna panic like the it's gonna where it's gonna peak for it's like hype and then it's just gonna fall off Okay, in fair, uh, in fairness though, let's just let's just admit this. Pokemon sounds like hotcakes. They it ain't leaving anytime <laughs> soon. Like, That's all. Yeah, and and to be honest, the battery life is great, but it's only increasing the max battery life by a half hour. Right. So and like minimum, it, it increases both and uh, uh, max and minimum by a half hour. So it's not it's not bad, but it's also like it's like so. Is it really a better battery because? Isn't that just from the fact that you're using a smaller LCD screen? Right. Right. So, well, Variety Man, thank you for your time, dude. I greatly appreciate Absolutely. it, man. And uh, yeah, man, th th thanks for tuning into the show. Absolutely, guys. All right, man. Variety's yeah, yeah. a bit. Hey. And, and in case you don't know who Variety is, this is one CC's homies, and I've actually met him personally. Hiya. Really cool dude. Really cool Hiya. dude. True story. True story. Really cool dude. <laughs> true story. True story. Really cool guy. Really cool guy. You stop that. You stop that Hillary Clinton. You got jail time for you, Hillary. And our last piece of news. Let's talk about CD Projekt. Now, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, was oh, announced. No, no, it's almost done. We're almost done. CC, what the hell? Don't, don't pull an X-Force. Don't pull X-Force. <laughs> Anyways, CD Projekt uh, announced that, pro uh, that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 was coming out next year. And it turns out that uh, people who have been bought, the vast majority of people who are buying uh, Cyberpunk are buying it from the GOG.com. For those of you don't know, GOG.com is a website where you can actually buy um, DRM-free. You can buy copies of like, like, like Steam keys and stuff like that of classic and new games for discounted prices and stuff, right? Well... All proceeds that of uh, people, um, and this is coming from uh, this is also on GOG's Twitter account, saying that 100% of your money goes back to CD Projekt Group, meaning they kind of have a, they kind of low key have a partnership with CD Projekt because CD Projekt knows that people can't really afford the games at the high prices uh, at like the normal 60 to 70 dollar price range, and all and so if you're buying the game on discounts for like 40 50 bucks on gog all those the money that you're giving the gog they're gonna be giving it to cd project so i will say this right now good job cd project good job gog because cd project has obviously since the get-go has been saying that modern standard 
for gaming development where they actually listen to the fans they'd be like look we're not gonna give you guys a date until we real until we figure out when it's going to be released so more power to ucd project i much appreciate it thank you for not being a bunch of dicks like over at ea and there you go uh broken capital thoughts um yeah just not a fan of not just a, a fan of ea and gamestop so you know kudos anything else not much yeah I got someone in the uh, comment section. It's I will say Steam this Keys, though: it'd be Keogis, nice to get Cyberpunk for the Switch because Keanu is so breathless. You're breathless. Uh, I'm you're breathless. No, you're breathless. Anyways, I, no, I okay. You're breathless. I'm. I make people breathless. <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight face. I know yeah, I'm wrong. I'm taller than you. Oh, CC, but what's your thoughts on um, GOG uh, helping out with CD Projekt? With people buying this stuff. Congrats on not being a worthless piece of shit and actually being better than EA, but that's not hard, but still, congrats. <laughs> I got someone in the comments section saying, it's not back. Steam Keys, GOG, it's its own marketplace. You're right, I apologize, I apologize, let me, let me, let me, let me reverse real quick, because I don't want, I don't want anyone being, oh, you're in incredible source. No, I, I made a mistake, I apologize. Yes, GOG is not a Steam. It's not selling Steam keys. It's its own marketplace. You can still, but you can, and you can get these games for dis. You can get these games for discounted prices. As a matter of fact, I can tell you how much um, Cyberpunk twenty seven seven costs real quick on GOG real quick. So let me uh, look it up. But uh, anything else, CC? Oh, I actually just left. Uh, anything else, Spoken Capito? No, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm still getting congrats not being a useless piece of shit like EA. Okay, so okay, so I apologize. It's not currently. It's it's still at the uh, still at the a price of sixty dollars, um. But again, if you're not buying on Steam or I, I I'm sure the Epic Game Store as well. I don't I don't I don't know if they are they're both if they're on both of them or if they're on the Epic Game Store or on Steam. I think it's on Steam. Um, you can buy it on GOG and um, it's like I said, all proceeds will will go back into CD Projekt. So kudos to you guys uh and honestly that's pretty much all my notes for tonight oh i have one more piece of quick news uh, there's a new gundam game that's coming out um gundam um gundam battle operations 2 and it's coming out uh at some point later this year so uh yeah new gundam game uh anyone excited for that huh huh mm, okay uh cc i don't know if you're into giant fighting robots as much as you are into um other stuff so yeah what's your, your thoughts iffy you're iffy about it to be fair i don't think that, uh, there hasn't been there hasn't been a bad gundam game as of late compared to like where it was years ago so yeah more good job bandai namco now if only you could stop making if only you can you know i don't know cancel dragon ball kakarot we didn't ask for it no one asked to play as goku for the umpteenth time uh, i don't think we've ever talked about this so let me explain some Okay, and it also comes out on the PS4, by, by the way. So, Dragon Ball Kakarot is the brand new uh, Dragon Ball Z game that's coming out right, um, next year. And when I saw E3, all you're doing pretty much, if I have not said this during our E3 aftermath, you're just playing as Goku. That's it. You're running through the Frieza. You're running through the Saiyan and Frieza saga again, and you're playing nothing but Goku. And it is also it has the exact same engine from Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. That's a no for me, dog. I'll stick to Dragon Ball Fighter Z. 
Uh, with all that being said, yeah, I think I'm officially done. I don't have anything else on my notes. So, yeah, guys, this is episode 77 of Scribble Game Podcast. I want to thank everyone who came by. Shouts to Variety Ninja and shouts to my, my co-host. So, CC, as always, ladies first. What is your closing statement for episode 77? Go! Everyone, I, I have one really great thing to say. Please, please work hard for me to not be worth this piece of like EA. Can't appreciate it. We need more better people in the world instead of these useless pieces of shit who doesn't deserve a life or a career. I just want to say once again, um, CC does not speak for everyone in the Scruggle Game podcast. <laughs> I'll say it right now. But, 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 all, but all anger aside, I appreciate everyone who sticks, who stuck in for the long haul since episode one. I know you all out there. No, you are. Thank you for staying in for the long haul. We appreciate and I, I thank you for putting up with my bullshit since I first got here. Oh, we, we appreciate Sorry. you. For, we appreciate you for sticking. <laughs> CC, we appreciate you for staying true to your crew, and we're, we we do, welcome back. That's all I have to say. Aye, aye, aye. So and and yes, um, by default, she's gonna be on the next podcast. Anyways, Pokemon Commander, what's your closest statement for episode seventy-seven? Go. Let's see. My closing statement is: When you make mistakes, you become stronger. But only if you reflect on them. You keep making mistakes, then you're an idiot. Also, Cece, you're so adorable. Can't wait to see you. Oh, um, I just have one thing to say to that. I need to pull it up. So I'm gonna let you say your your goodbye, reckless. While I do this. Okay. And my closing statement is. Um, like I said, if you haven't yet, um, read the Mortal Kombat X comic books, they're very, very good. I'm very impressed with the writing, I'm very impressed with the lore, I'm very impressed on the fact that they killed off characters from Deadly Alliance and Deception. It was glorious! Also, um, Metal Gear Thursday, this, uh, will return this Thursday. We're gonna try and finish Metal Gear Solid, um, this coming Thursday. Um, uh, we've already started, we've already, we've... And we're gonna try to get into the PlayStation 2 era, which is Metal Gear Solid 2, and we're gonna conclude with Metal Gear Solid 4 and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Also, um, Metal Gear, we're gonna try to finish off Resident Evil uh, 2 Remake. And um, coming next month, myself and Boku and Kabuto will be representing the Struggle Podcast as we head to Japan World HeroCon in Pasadena, Pasadena uh, California in the middle of August. Uh, myself and GC, hopefully fingers crossed we'll be going to evo at the beginning of next month like i said no promises and uh cc will be representing us while she goes to twitchcon in september so there you go Aye, yeah. there you go she's gonna be vlogging and other stuff um also uh, be on the lookout uh i'm forcing this now jen karma and cc's new show will be coming soon and uh yeah yeah we're gonna be stripped wait wait that's the wrong one sorry <laughs> but with all that being said, guys, but on the real, thank you guys very much. Um, and I won't be going to Comic Con next uh, week, so I will. There will be a podcast next week. So uh, no, no, because I you CC, you got you got two you got three hundred dollars you can spare for me, so I can get a uh, so I can um get a actual a badge from someone else, and I can stay somewhere. That's what I thought. Anyways, that's this is episode seventy seven of Scorpio Podcast. Oh, even thank you guys. A penny on you. I wouldn't spend half a penny on you. This is episode 77 of the Scruggle Game Podcast. And as always, both of you. And as always, guys, if you haven't yet, be sure to (laughs) 
You can then now forever email us at scrocogamebookings at gmail.com. That's scrocogamebookings at gmail.com for your questions, comments, concerns, advice, and business inquiries. We love the business with you, many folks out there. You want to find sponsors on Facebook and Twitter, type at scrocogame. Bam! Scrocogames all up in your home. This We're over, but you can also find us on our YouTube page, Scrocogaming, where recent interviews from E3 is now are now available for you guys to watch. You, the people. And there will be an interview from Anime Expo that I conducted with the developers of the new game, uh, uh, Akash which should be out on the playstation 4 right now i hopefully and uh yes yeah, pretty much it and if you want to get a whole uh you can always find us on our home base soundcloud.com slash gaming that's soundcloud.com slash gaming now you want to get a hold of any of us you want some power critique time find your boy reckless fox twitter and instagram the reckless underscore fox follow my youtube page reckless underscore fox and find all my latest gaming content on twitch.tv slash reckless fox if i'm not holding down the south town region flexing keith howard style broken cabrado where can they find you you, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Bokinkabuto, and you can find me on Instagram at chrono underscore justice underscore cosplay. And CC, where can they find you? They can find me at CC the Sands on Twitter, and they can find me at Siva Animations on Twitch, and CC Animates on YouTube. And your Instagram. And Instagram is guardian underscore CC. And there you go. With that CC, friend me. Later. Well, that being said, <laughs> with all that being said, this is episode You're with me later then. Of the Scrogo Podcast. And as we always say, guys, peace out, bless up, and keep on working things when all is the less. And we bid you all an adieu. So goodbye, and good night. Bang. Deuces. Sayonara. <laughs>